I want to take you to this. Uh, Corruption Watch tells us that the window is closing to see through the findings of the Zondo Commission. What do we know about the work of the Zondo Commission so far? We know that a number of cases uh, are before the courts at the moment. Uh, no one really has been fired as a result of that. And we know about 18 billion rand in assets has been seized as a result of the work of the Zondo Commission. But given that no real action has been taken as far as policy reform has been uh, concerning coming out of some of the remedial recommendations of the report, no one has been fired that's been implicated that perhaps is a cabinet minister. Sisi Kortu was still serving in cabinets as an example. Um, what does the spell for the future of the report given that this administration has what 10 months at best left i don't have the answer to that but karam singh corruption watch director is with us this morning karam thank you so much for your time really really do appreciate it does the remedial actions of the report have an expiry date or can the next administration and parliamentary uh, cohort decide to still act on it uh good morning oliver thanks so much for having me on the program and good morning to the listeners I don't think um, there's an expiry date, so it, it's a bit uh, it's a bit overemphasized to say the the window will close when this parliament finishes. So certainly, um, you know that what what this parliament doesn't finish, um, you know, is, could could be the basis for uh, a legislative agenda for the new parliament. But that you know then you know remains to be seen in terms of. What, what the composition of that parliament is, what the majority party is, are we in some kind of a coalition government? So mm. certainly, um, you know, I, there's no expiration date, no. Yeah. Let's speak to then cases. 41 people are facing charges in nine cases that are before the courts in the country. Uh, of those nine cases, we have 13 billion in frozen assets. Uh, no one's been sent to jail yet. In one of the cases, or at least in the first set of cases uh, emanating from that in Free State, the Lunan, Nulane case involving investment fraud and money laundering, that case failed because the NPA failed to even make a case. That boggles my mind, given that so much of the evidence that they would have had to rely on is in the Zondo Commission report. It was absolutely concerning that that case fell apart in the way that it did. I mean, we know that you know, evidence in a criminal trial uh, needs to be uh, pleaded in, on the basis of making a case beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, this is a different legal standard than the standard of the findings and recommendation yeah. of the of the Zondo Commission. But certainly, as you say, uh, you know, the evidence that was available to the Zondo Commission is evidence which has been made available to the MPA. And one would have thought as the MPA enrolled these nine cases uh, that they would have had their ducks in a row, that the evidence would have would have been converted to a standard that would be usable in a criminal trial. So when that Nulani investment case fell, fell away, you know, it just raised alarm bells about, you know, how prepared, how well capacitated are the MPA now to drive these uh, remaining cases to successful prosecutions. Yeah. And just finally, President Ramaphosa presented to Parliament a plan on the Zonda Commission report, uh, what he's reading is and what the actions are that he seeks to take. Uh, anything sufficient to that? And has anything emanated from that? You know, there's lots of interesting information there. Uh, um, you know, things are happening behind the scenes. Um, you know, things are even happening in a way that where it's not being clearly identified as saying we're doing this in response to Zonda. But if we look at some of the big pieces of legislation that have come before Parliament, the public procurement bill, the bill relating to the reform of the intelligence 
the IPID uh, uh, bill, you know, all of these bills are problematic uh, and in many ways don't follow through uh, on the findings and recommendations out of out of the Zondo Commission. You know, there was hearings in front of Parliament last week on the public procurement bill, and we've been really critical about that bill in terms of you know, whether it has sufficient anti-corruption measures yep. in place, you know, particularly around the transparency of procurement data, because we know procurement is where the big industrial scale looting took place. So there is legislation before Parliament, but, you know, in many cases, the, the legislation is not uh, is not sufficient, is not sufficiently up to scratch. We know there is the Public Procurement uh, Amendment Act, uh, which is out on review, uh, out on public comment at the moment. Does the bill as it stands sufficiently address the procurement shortfalls raised by the Zonda Commission? I don't know how extensively you've read into that. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we've 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 made a submission to Parliament. We 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 also made a you know a submission in front of the committee. Uh, you know, we're we welcome the bill. You know, the the bill is an important development. But in terms of you know fully taking through the recommendations of the Zondo Commission, in terms of creating a public procurement system which is open, transparent, which is really robust when it comes to anti-corruption, we think that there's some real problems in the bill and. Um, we hope that Parliament will take on board the yeah. comments from many from civil society to improve that bill before they, they, they try to pass it. Karam Singh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Karam Singh of Corruption Watch. Let's take a quick spot.